From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Carl. And I'm Dana. I don't have a joke ready. Oh my gosh. But there was one told in my household this morning and I can share that one. Sure. Because it's funny. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> if I can remember it, I'm the worst at jokes. Um, well, you can say I'm that the again. best at you jokes. You can say that again. No. Um, what, what was Forrest Gump's password? Running. Weird. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm running. No. One, Forrest, one. Oh, my God. <laughs> And running was weird. Jenny. But. I did love that movie. It would have been even stronger had he used multi-factor authentication. (laughs) I thought it was good. Oh, don't even get me started on multi-factor authentication. Actually, I've gotten used to it. I haven't. When they send you the pins. Yeah. I think I use it in so much stuff now that I'm used to it. Well, I'm used to it because it is in everything. Mm -hmm. But then you just don't remember like usernames, multiple email addresses, mm-hmm. where it's going to go. We have two phones because of work, so then mm-hmm. you got one phone that I got to keep track of the other. Whatever. It's a thing of the future. Yeah. Or a thing of the now. We'll get there eventually. We're not talking about that today, though. We're talking about sextortion. It's a big deal. It's it's a thing. Um, <laughs> we talked about this some time ago, mm-hmm. and it's becoming... I hate to use this word. It's becoming more and more of a trend. Um, but it's such a, such a negative one. And that's why it's right. important to talk about it. It's so easy to do. Recently, um, I was listening to sports talk radio and um, there was a coach. I don't remember what college he's from right now. We just talked about the effect of social media on sports. And um, recently with, you know, the NFL trade deadline and all that stuff a few weeks back, they talked about the internet heroes or internet tough guys. You know, everybody's got an answer. Everybody's sitting there. And I, I love the coach's quotes, you know, being late on the bills, not having a job, living in mom's basement, whatever the fact may be, but they know how to run an NFL franchise mm-hmm. or they know how to manage a, a player's salary, you know? Yep. Um, and, and it's, it's easy to do. With social media and everything at your fingertips. Um, and being it, able to spout off on anything you want to without seeing the response to it and you yeah. can say whatever you want. Yeah. Who cares and just log out and, and not care and look at your your comment affected everybody and the sextortion is no different. Yep. It, it's, it's the ability to have access to whatever you want mm-hmm. and, and be able to pretend to be who you want when you want. To convince somebody else to send a nude pic, mm-hmm. and we see we see a lot of. Um, I guess there's a spectrum of this sextortion stuff. Is the thing we can say. Um, so sextortion is what it sounds like. It's extorting for sexual type content or right. because of sexual type content, and um, we see it in maybe a relationship that's changed, a mm-hmm. dating relationship that is no longer. Yeah. Um, and that kind of involves that revenge porn thing. Sometimes we see it in peers. We see it in people that don't know each other and strangers. And we see people like sextorting 
hundreds of people. Right. Um, and just it, it doesn't it doesn't face them to do this. Well, it's it's almost like a snowball effect. I had a sextortion case uh, a couple of years ago, and it started from Facebook, and he just he got one girl, and mm-hmm. then went into her friends, was able to hack into her Facebook account, and then just started snowballing all of her friends. Mm-hmm. Just it, it happens so quick. Mm-hmm. And and it is a thing. And, you know, for those folks that say, I talked to my kids, they wouldn't do this. I, I get that. And that's probably true. Everybody does make mistakes. Right. And the other thing we've seen victims worry about is like, oh, my God, did I leave my webcam on or did I not cover it or did they right. hack in? Because these these um, perpetrators that are doing this are very manipulative. So the same manipulation yep. we usually see when um it's a child predator looking to try to meet somebody right same type of thing they're just looking for for images or videos um or sometimes they they are trying to use that then to meet or get money but um that's the same type of thing so they're manipulating you into it well yeah i hacked into your account and Mm -hmm. um they'll talk them into it that way somehow that they do have images it's crazy how easy it is and it's crazy how there is no and in sight, like mm-hmm. there's no, no way that you can prevent that from happening outside of just hoping that your kids make the right decision. And having that talk about like, I'm, we're, the, we're a trusted, ugh, ugh, we're a trusted adult. Right, come right. to me, come talk to me. I'm a trusted adult and you can tell me anything. And it's much like these IRS scammers that go around and they're scamming the, you know, older generation out of money it's mm-hmm. no different except this is nude pictures and that that sense of vulnerability and their believability and the sales approach that they take to it and and outright sometimes just the demand and mm-hmm. the force through words uh they're so easy to do it um yeah so let's talk a little bit about some numbers here um you've heard of the group thorn absolutely mm-hmm. great company and so one of the things that they've put out is uh, their website is stopsextortion.com. I've got some tongue twisters today. And um, there's a lot of resources on there. There's a cool PSA that they came out with. And uh, we just watched it before we started this um, to kind of give us a, a reminder of it. And it's well done. Um, Thorne partnered up with Facebook on this. Oh, cool. And they thought they thought it through. They said, all right. We're going to put this survey out there. We're going to collect some numbers. We're also going to try to create something that um, spans age groups, spans demographics, and really um, is relatable for a lot of people. And I think they they hit it. It's about a two-minute video, and I recommend you go check it out. It's cute, and it starts some dialogue on this stuff. I liked it, yeah. Um, so this survey. And this information is new to Carl because um, I happened to just go to a session that they taught at a training. And so I jotted a whole bunch of this stuff down because I'm a nerd for numbers. Multicolored pens are just one. <laughs> just one. Okay. I was traveling. Oh. Um, okay. So they were looking for, I believe, 150 responses. And they had an age group that they were trying to look between. And um, they ended up getting 1,600. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... They got some really good numbers out of that. So what they found out was about 50% of the victims were minors when this happened to them. Okay. When they were victimized. Um, 60% of them knew the perpetrator before the threats. 
Oh, so that's really so it's a friend. still about halvesies. Yeah. It's somebody that yeah. you dated or know in school. Sure. So you're sitting next to them right. while they're sextorting you later. Eesh. Well, that, it goes back to that relationship thing. Mm-hmm. But think of how, how terrible that would be on your, your psyche. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, here's one that scares me a lot. 45% of the perpetrators carried out the threats. So you're talking half, almost half again. Mm-hmm. No matter what. No matter what you do, you send more photos, you send more, or you say, it's not going to happen. You're not going to, you're not going to post that on, on Pornhub. You're not going to share that with my family and friends or my teachers. And they do. And it's on there. Yeah. And you know, we had not, not to try to use this as a scare tactic, but this is legitimately things that people are doing. Um, you know, we have cases where they're having these girls do just horrific things to themselves and, and video it right. and, and boys too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. more frequently it's girls that are victimized with this stuff and they feel ashamed and they feel like they can't go for help and they've made, you know, mistake after mistake now. And, um, this, this manipulative perpetrator is also telling them it's their fault. So that doesn't help either. Right. Um, so that's the big thing is talking about, like, you can talk to me about anything. It doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Right. I'm still here to help you out of it. But one in three victims never told anybody that it wow. happened to them. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, it is. One in eight actually moved. No kidding. Out of fear or like fuck somebody the got their yeah. address. Right. Yep. And here is my big one. Only 16% reported to the police. Holy smokes. But when they talked with a family friend or friend, mm-hmm. that would up to like 45%. So if they can talk to somebody about it right. and get some support around that, then they they feel better about reporting. Reported. Yep. And then we can actually, you know, maybe go after bad guy. Well, just think how embarrassing it is to get swindled out of money because oh, I fell for this and whatever. Mm-hmm. Now add the element of one of your most private type of activities being naked and having that being shot out over the internet and perhaps your friends have seen it or mm-hmm. it's on Pornhub for the world to see how embarrassing that is and, and how to be able to come forward and say, yeah, I did this. I mean, that takes a lot. That takes a big person to do that quite honestly. Yes, it does. And then to be able to do that and come forward and then know the fact that let's face it, when you come forward with that type of activity, um, you're going to have friends of friends who are going to say, Oh, whoever did this, you know, they're going to be seeking it out. And, um, and blaming and bl- yep and there's going to be anger yep. yep so it's um odd well we got like a drone flying by our studio here or what <laughs> i think there's some cleaning taking place <laughs> um which is good uh so thorn though if you go to this stopsextortion.com site it it is full of really good resources so it doesn't matter um who you are as an audience member there's really good stuff for parents to kind of start the discussion some information there there's good stuff for um, professionals there's good stuff for kiddos that might be you know have questions about this or may have actually been victimized by this and what i liked is that they have a text line oh that's awesome Mm -hmm. so you can remain anonymous essentially Mm -hmm. and just seek out support that way right and you know what a cool thing to try to connect with that younger um kind of age group you know with the same method that they're used to communicating over right so. I think that's huge. I think the anonymity behind it, because who wants to? <laughs> that's the best word. Yeah. Who who wants to come forward with this stuff? I yeah. mean, in all reality, let's look at it. That's why there's 16% out there that 
don't report it. So, mm-hmm. or that do report it. So, and a lot of them think that they can manage it on their own. Well, if I do send this one more, I'm good. Then it'll stop. And it's it's that um, development of the brain, especially in our yeah. younger folks, that it's not there yet where they realize the full level of consequences that might happen. So they're trying to manage right. it without realizing that that's not the, the best way to go to uh, respond to and it. And I think the biggest thing for parents, like like most of everything in this world, is don't immediately freak out on your kid mm-hmm. if this happened. Look at it for what it is. See what kind of help you can provide and then freak out. <laughs> Behind closed doors later. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But there are things you can do. Um, and that's what yeah. we're saying. Check out Thorn. There's some, um, there's a lot of resources on there. Report to your local, your local law enforcement. Um, they'll either get in touch with ICAC folks if it's yep. a broad scope thing yep. or if it's local, you know, they can help through that situation. There's sure. a lot of resources online to help get things removed from the internet it's not an easy process but there are ways but it can be done yep there are ways to work at it um and we can always help with all that right so awesome like always stay safe